Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for August 31st, 2020. Today we mark the passing of Sir Frank McFarlane Burnett, who died on this day in 1985. Burnett was an Australian virologist, best known for his contributions to immunology. He won a Nobel Prize in 1960 for predicting acquired immune tolerance and was best known for developing the theory of clonal selection. Burnett received his Doctor of Medicine degree from the University of Melbourne in 1924 and his PhD from the University of London in 1928. He went on to conduct pioneering research in microbiology and immunology at the Walter and Eliza Hall Institute of Medical Research in Melbourne and served as director of the institute from 1944 to 1965. From 1965 until his retirement in 1978, Burnett worked at the University of Melbourne. Throughout his career, he played an active role in the development of public policy for the medical sciences in Australia and was a founding member of the Australian Academy of Sciences, serving as its president from 1965 to 1969. Burnett was the most highly decorated and honored scientist to have ever worked in Australia. For his contributions to Australian science, he was made the first Australian of the year in 1960, and in 1978, a Knight of the Order of Australia. He was recognized internationally for his achievements as well, in addition to the Nobel Prize, he received the Lasker Award and the Royal and Copley Medal for the Royal Society, honorary doctorates, and distinguished service honors from the Commonwealth of Nations and Japan. Burnett's major achievements in microbiology included discovering the causative agents of Q fever and psittacosis, developing assays for the isolation, culture, and detection of the influenza virus, describing the recombination of influenza strains, demonstrating that the myxomatosis virus does not cause disease in humans. Modern methods for producing influenza vaccines are still based on Burnett's work. Now, I'm not a scientist. I'm an opera singer who happens to read a lot about science and a lot of other things for that matter. In the last paragraph, I talked about Q fever, psittacosis, assays, the recombination of flu strains, and myxomatosis. Mix, myxomatosis, yeah, that's right. I can say that I don't know what any of that means. Again, because I'm a singer, not a scientist. Just yesterday, a second-rate right-wing conspiracy and disinformation profiteer published an article stating what the CDC has been saying since March, that comorbidity is the main factor in determining the impact of COVID-19. That is to say that if you are obese and have diabetes and you contract the coronavirus and die, it isn't obesity and diabetes that killed you. You would probably still be alive if it weren't for the coronavirus. I have colleagues who are also musicians, not doctors, mind you, who believe in this coronavirus hoax hypothesis. A few people I know have really gone off the rails and fallen down the conspiracy rabbit hole, believing in a global conspiracy involving thousands upon thousands of scientists who are 
working in accord to use COVID-19 as a tool to manipulate us all. To what end, I can't possibly begin to guess. Some of these folks also have serious thoughts about QAnon and the international cabal of pedophiles run by the Clintons and George Clooney, a conspiracy so dire that only Donald Trump himself can deliver us. It's honestly mind-boggling that some people believe this stuff. Maybe if they all write their beliefs down and read it back to themselves, they'd feel just a pinch of doubt. Because as I'm reading this back to you, I've come to realize just how sad and confused one has to be to believe. It must be exhausting to know that you're the one special person in the world who sees what's really going on, only to watch an abject disbelief that nothing is being done about it. Anyway, back to Dr. Burnett, and all scientists, really. I trust scientists, certainly more than singers, to inform me of the dangers of a novel virus attacking our species for the first time in human history. If you're confronted by someone who's not a virologist, epidemiologist, or infectious disease expert of any kind, and they tell you that they do their homework and that they know too much, I urge you to remember one simple thing. Knowing everything there is to know about doctors and scientists doesn't make you a doctor or a scientist. There have always been armchair quarterbacks, but now we all have to suffer through armchair scientists as well and they're a lot more dangerous. Also, please wear a mask, stay home when possible, wash your hands, and vote as early as you can. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.